0: Welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. This podcast is for information only and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. If you have any questions, please contact your financial advisor. Hello and welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. I'm Rohe Baswani of Omnis Investments and usually I'm here to give you a brief summary of markets last week. But we've been off for a few weeks due to the UK bank holidays So today I'm going to give you a brief summary of markets covering the past few weeks, and in today's episode I'll be providing you performance for markets covering 2023 until the 12th of May, so the full year so far, and we'll go back to weekly reviews next week. As always, we start in the US, where the S&P 500 has now delivered almost seven and a half percent so far this year. The focus in the US remains on inflation and interest rates. Earlier this month, the US Federal Reserve raised interest rates and suggested that whilst they may pause with interest rate rises from here, the data doesn't currently support any rate cuts this year. The pace of inflation appears to be moderating now, with headline inflation coming in at just under 5%, the slowest pace in two years. Some of the other things dominating markets more recently include the banking stresses and subsequent tightening of credit conditions, together with the upcoming deadline to increase the debt ceiling, with warnings that the US may not be able to pay its debt interest payments as early as June. Let's move to Japan next. The Nikkei 225 has so far this year delivered over 12.5%. More recently, we've seen stock markets benefit from strengthening currency as it improves the outlook for Japan's exporters. The Japanese yen has been strengthening as fears of a US recession prompted demand for the safe haven currency. This last week, investor sentiment was dampened by concerns about China's economic growth. We'll come on to that in a moment. As well as the US debt ceiling issue. However, corporate earnings are showing some signs of strength. So, moving to China next, where the CSI 300 index has delivered 1.7% so far this year. In the last month or so, Chinese stock markets have struggled compared to global markets, as investors remain concerned about the strength of the country's recovery. Inflation remains subdued in China, suggesting that there is little demand-driven inflation in the economy. This could lead to China's central bank providing more support for its economy in the short term in signs that the post-COVID recovery isn't as strong as expected. For example, exports in April rose less than in March and data is showing that the manufacturing sector in China is showing signs of weakness. Let's look at Europe next, where so far the Eurostoxx 50 has delivered almost 14% this year. The focus here remains on how far the central bank will go with interest rates. Earlier this month, the European Central Bank rose interest rates and is suggesting that further hikes are to be expected. Inflation accelerated to 7%, but there are signs that pricing pressures may be easing, though perhaps more slowly than expected. Recession fears and banking tremors have also been impacting markets in the last few weeks. And finally, the UK where the FTSE 100 had risen 4% so far this year. Last week, the Bank of England raised interest rates again to 4.25%, and many expect another interest rate hike next month. The central bank also raised its inflation forecast, admitting it had underestimated the strength and persistence of food price increases. The updated projections call for inflation to slow to 5.1% by the end of the year, Instead of the 3.9% that the central bank had forecast in February, the Bank of England also revised its economic growth forecast, projecting zero growth in the second quarter instead of a contraction. Last week, we also had news that the UK economy grew 0.1% in the first quarter, skirting a recession. The Bank of England also revised its economic growth forecast upwards, projecting that the in the second quarter of the year, the economy would remain stagnant instead of contracting. And in fact, last week, we had news that the UK economy grew slightly in the first quarter, i.e. the first three months of the year, by 0.1%. Not a big number, but clearly skirting or avoiding the recession that had been forecast. So that's it from me today. Clearly, investors continue to focus on the three key variables we talk about in every single episode. One, economic growth and specifically how deep or shallow a recession we might get. Two, inflation, which whilst appears to be slowing, remains elevated. And three, interest rate hikes, with further hikes still expected across the world. A few weeks ago, I hosted an event with the investment strategist at one of our investment management partners, Martin Curry, where we discussed this and a lot more in relation to markets and portfolios. If you missed it, you can view it on demand by contacting your financial advisor. I will be back next week with our usual market update. Until then, I hope you all have a great week. Goodbye. This podcast has been brought to you by Omnis Investments, which is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority.